0: Welcome back to Leader Up, a podcast by the Army Management Staff College where we discuss a broad range of leadership and leader development topics with an emphasis on the Army profession. In today's episode, we meet with two students who are getting ready to complete our four week Civilian Education System Advanced course. We discuss their experiences in the course and how they plan to take what they've learned back into the workplace. Today on Leader Up, we have two very special guests. Uh, These are are two people who, uh, as of tomorrow, will be graduates from the CES advanced course. And they agreed to come down uh, and talk to you, our Leader Up audience, about their experience in the advanced course. And so I want to welcome these two and greet them. And so I have Kelly Foster. Kelly, thank you for, for being with us today.
1: Thanks, Dave. It's great to be here.
0: All right. Thank you. And we also have Amanda Pomerink. Amanda, thank you also for being with us.
2: Thank you very much.
0: And so let me just start with uh, a a little bit about both of your backgrounds, uh, along with uh, where you're working now and what you do, and kind of how you got to where you are as an Army civilian.
1: Okay, Dave. Um, This is Kelly. I'll go first. I work at the Army Futures Command Combat Capabilities Development Command Army Research Laboratory, and I started my career in the federal service um, when I was 17 years old as a GS1. I had the unique opportunity to participate in a high school program where I went to school in the morning, and then I worked at the Army Research Laboratory in the afternoon. Um, Great office experience. So from a GS1, I went to a 2, 3, 4, 5, and then took different developmental assignments and, um, have progressed up the chain to where I am now in the office of the director as the associate director.
0: Okay. And thank you. And that's actually uh, amazing because I'm not sure that I've ever known anybody that was a GS1. Uh, <laughs> that's that's quite a progression that you've made. And the the, the amount of time that you spent as an Army civilian, uh, that that's amazing. Thank you. And Amanda, how about you? Where and so where are you from, what do you do, and kind of how did you get uh, to where you are in your career?
2: All right, Dave. So I am a Division Chief and um, Engineering Directorate in the Huntsville Center of the Corps of Engineers in Huntsville, Alabama. And I had a much different path than Kelly. I started out as an ROTC cadet. Um, I was commissioned as an officer in the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. I stayed in for just under five years and um, resigned my commission in 2002. Um, at that point, I went in completely outside of the government and did a construction and development business in the Savannah, Georgia area. In 2009, I went back to the federal government as a project engineer working at Fort Stewart for the Corps of Engineers. And as the work that was, a ref- uh, that we had work that started based on the base realignment. And when that was coming to a close, my husband and I decided to relocate to Huntsville. And so that's how I ended up at the Huntsville Center Corps of Engineers. And I've been there about 11, or I've been In Huntsville, about eight years, and love it.
0: Okay, thank you. And this is actually uh, this is actually really good because we have two people who, one of whom has spent an entire career only as an Army civilian, and another who this is also a common background had some time in the military and then got out of the military and became an Army civilian. Uh, So, so both of you have have a unique perspective. And it's, it's very much in line with the, the perspectives of, of a lot of people who are in the Army Civilian Corps. Uh, so let's just go back and think back to maybe uh, a year, six months ago, or, or whenever it was when this idea that you should, needed to, had the opportunity to go to the CES advanced course, when, when that, when you started talking or thinking about that and, What was your inspiration to to attend the CES advanced course?
1: Um, Well, for me, it was mostly encouragement from my um, supervisor at the time. We had sat down and had a conversation about what are my two, five, and ten-year goals. And in all of my career, that was the first time I've ever had that conversation. And he was like, well, what do you want to do next? So um, looking at what I wanted to do next, this course aligned with it. So I um, signed up and... um, Did the distance learning about 18 months ago, and then um, finally had the opportunity to come out here this past four weeks and complete the course.
2: So for me, I grew up in an Army family, and training opportunities were always this time when my dad, who was active duty, could kind of reset, think about his future, reflect. And so as I've been a senior leader in the Corps, I decided to look at what my opportunities were as a civilian, found out about CES, started looking into it and just decided to do it. Um, I was really ready for some time to reflect and think about what my future holds with the Army and um, really just love knowing more about the, the part I play in the greater Army.
0: OK, thank you. Um, and so so you've gone through the entire advanced course curriculum, and t- tomorrow is the day that you'll graduate. And so, what in general? Make, because you 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 offered to participate in this podcast because this was a positive experience for you. And so, what made your experience in the advanced course successful?
1: Um, for me, I would say it really had to do with the environment, the small group, um, 16 people to a classroom. And uh, when I met the 16 people, they were strangers. And now at the end of four weeks, they're like my BFFs forever. Um, so I really established some relationships through the program. The facil- facilitators were great. The course content was great. The support of my home organization was um, just I can't even come up with an adjective. It was just superb. My supervisor had said, I want you to go there. I want you to disengage from the office. I want you to truly maximize on this unique opportunity to focus on the course. And that's what I was able to do. So while I was here, I was able to fully engage, fully participate, and um, take everything that the course had to offer.
2: So for me, I was excited about coming, but also apprehensive. I'm an engineer. I'm considered an extrovert, but I think barely. So I, um, when the facilitators on the first day really were encouraging about building relationships with the team, and even though my natural inclination was kind of to just do the class and not interact with everyone as much, people like Kelly and some of the others really kind of brought our whole team together, and, um, I just really did make, like, 16 or 15 new friends, and, um, made a point to remove myself from my position at home, let my team handle the work, let my husband handle our family and focus on this. And so it's really just been a very rewarding experience.
0: And so what, I, what I'm hearing from both of you, some of the commonalities are, it was a good experience in the classroom, but the other thing that both of you kind of talked about was the support that you had, uh, not from your family, but also from the people at work who, who made it clear Go do this training, have this experience, and we'll take care of whatever needs to be taken care of here.
2: Right. Yeah, and I absolutely. Think,
0: and I think that's an important point for uh, folks out there that if if you have people who are going away to go to training to a CES course or anything, get get them the opportunity where they can go uh, and and do that work and and free themselves from from the kind of things that get get pull get you pulled back. Into the workplace, so I appreciate y'all sharing that because that that is an important point.
1: And, And Dave, I'll share if you don't mind. It was scary. You know, to think that I'm stepping away from my office and my responsibilities and my team for four weeks. It was scary to take that step and do it. But once I got on that plane and I landed here in Kansas, that anxiety went away and everything has been great since then. So um, I just wanted to share with people that it's a scary step to take, but definitely well worth it.
0: And so let's talk about some things that some specific things maybe that happened uh, during the course. There's this phrase that Uh, I hear educators use, and it's just kind of an informal phrase called an aha moment, basically when like kind of this bolt of of lightning learning (laughs) experience that really teaches you something. And so uh, did you have something like that? Can you think back on things that that really uh, impressed you or affected you uh, during the course?
1: Um, I would say that um, it was a culmination of the entire course. But I definitely, before I came here, I just had this poking feeling that, you know, there's something poking at me and I just wasn't quite sure what it was, that I was destined for something else. And after going through the course and some of the um, projects and assignments that you do, the self-reflection and so forth, I just had this crystal clear, crystal clarity that I was made for more. I'm made to do something else. So although I've spent the majority of my career in the same organization, that I'm, I'm ready. It's time that I'm ready to take the next step and go on to pursue the next part of my career.
2: So for me, I think I had kind of a series of moments where I just was sitting there in that classroom and thinking, wow, some of these people have the same problems I have. And I feel like they're only my problems, you know, just kind of in my foxhole. And really, they're greater problems that a lot of folks have. And then also, I did continue continuously think there's just some really smart and incredible people working for the Army. Um I just had you know I knew we have engineers and we have scientists and we have green suitors, but some of these people it's just a pretty amazing diversity of <clears throat> people that the army has and you know I' just been I've been working with the Corps as a civilian and as a green suitor that's been my whole public sector experience and so I think it's just I'm just kind of amazed still at just how big the army is and how impressive our civilian workforce is
0: and let's talk about uh maybe how you felt or what what was on your mind when you before you came to the course what kind of things were on your mind or what was your your mindset before you came to the advanced course
2: i mean to be very honest for me it was worry like what you know how what's it going to be like if i'm gone for 4 weeks how are my people going to handle me being gone and i um and i also just i'm very content like i'm content with my life with my job with my family and so there was a part of me that was like, do I really need to do this? Um, but then I was also thinking this will be a nice break and a good time to reflect, recharge, um, and kind of consider the next 15 years of my career.
1: Um, and for me, like I said, I had that poking feeling. So before I came here, I had that I was—I felt like I was at a crossroads. I, I, I was standing at an intersection. I knew I had to go one way or another. I just wasn't quite sure what that other way is. And after completing this course and some of the exercises, like today, for example, we briefed our leadership development plan. Doing that alone brought much clarity to what I want to do um, for the duration of my career.
0: And, and it sounds like, uh, there was a level of, uh, self-awareness, uh, that, that you gained about y- yourself, maybe your own abilities, your own skills or your own, uh, potential, uh, and also some awareness of the people that, uh, n- not only the students, but maybe the people that you work with back home. You had an opportunity to think maybe more deeply about them and give them an opportunity to, to work. Uh, on their own without you there. Um and so now now you're done with the class and so uh same same kind of question your mindset but maybe uh also specifically how, how you see uh the whole issue of development uh the CES program. What so what's your mindset now uh as you're sitting here uh, on the eve of of graduating and completing the course?
1: Um uh, Well, for me, like I said, the course brought so much clarity to so many aspects of my life. Um, I learned a lot from the course, and I mostly learned a lot about me. And um, the Army design methodology is one of the things that we learned about. And it was very eye-opening about this methodology. I took it, or I learned about it in the distance learning, but I didn't really have an opportunity to apply it in a real project. So I was able to do that, and now I can take that back to my organization and I can share that with my team and we can apply that methodology on different things in our organization. So i like to say, it was just such a great learning experience for me learning about me and different tools that I can use when I go back. I think
2: for me, similar to Kelly um, it, it helped me start thinking about my career in a broader sense of the army. But um, when we talked about like tactical and critical and strategic thinking, I was so amazed by the stories that everyone had. And you know, I learned by e- examples. So when people were talking about from their different organizations, like here's a situation where a leader was only using tactical thinking or strategic thinking, and then all these different tools that they taught us and that we taught each other, um, that really has kind of changed my mindset of how I'll deal with some of my issues and things going forward.
0: And let's talk about Uh, What when you go back into your organization, what kind of things did you talk about, did you learn about that will be uh, useful that you can apply back in your organization? So uh, maybe the right question is, what's what's your biggest takeaway and maybe how that takeaway can be applied uh, back in your organization?
1: Um, For me, it was definitely... um writing out my leadership philosophy. When I became a supervisor a few years ago, it was the first time as a supervisor in the federal government. And so I knew what my philosophy was inside of me, but I had never written it down and articulated it in a clear and concise way to my team. So going through that exercise, documenting my leadership philosophy was um, very instrumental. And I'm going to take that back and have, you know, a session with my team and share that with them. So they know there's no confusion. There's, you know, it's crystal clear. This is what my philosophy is these are my values. This is what you can expect from me. And this is what I expect from you. So I think it'll be a very useful resource to have. I'm excited
2: about my leadership philosophy also, although I don't know if my folks will be as excited about it, but um, I liked writing it and just the process of going through it and talking to some other members of our seminar about, you know, what do you think about this or that? Um, But I think my favorite part of the whole four weeks that I want to take back is we did a lot of self-awareness testing. So we did strength development, inventory. um, We did conflict style, emotion. We talked about emotional intelligence. Um, I found out that I'm an ESTJ, which I think I used to be an ISTJ, so it was interesting to just go through those different tests and then talk about not only is it important to know who you are, but to know who your folks are so that when you're talking to them, you're kind of playing on what their capabilities or their background is. And so I really just loved that, um, getting back into that, because it had been a long time since i would looked at those kind of things, and I'm very excited to bring that back.
0: And so, and thank you for that. That those uh, the personality instruments are important. And uh, one of the things that I I hear from students is it just helps me reinforce that other people approach issues, problems, and topics differently than I do. And I just want to honor how they how, the things that they need uh, if they need time or if they need discussion or if they need more instructions or less instructions is to just be aware of what they need to, to help help us as a group of people become successful. And so let's, let's uh, let's go fast forward in time, a couple of months and uh, you've got a peer who says, Hey, I uh, I'm going to go and attend the CES advanced course in a couple of couple of weeks or a couple of months. What kind of advice would you uh have have for that person who's getting ready to to go to the advanced course
1: um, so I would tell them um Leading off of what my supervisor told me, take full advantage of this opportunity while I'm here. So I would say volunteer for everything when the facilitators say we need a volunteer for this or for that or to lead this or lead that. Um, volunteer put, you know, raise your hand, just step out and do it because you're in a safe zone. You're in a a zone where nobody's going to judge you. So. You know, this is a perfect opportunity to try something new. And it's okay if you're a little awkward or, you know, not real confident in it. It doesn't matter because you're in a room with 15 other people that they got your back. They're there for you. And they're going to support you. And um, just learn from it. And don't shy away from any of those opportunities because it truly is um, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to grow personally and professionally. And then take what you learn forward as you go on your career. Right. I completely agree with Kelly. You know, taking that leap of faith and letting your team at
2: home handle their that work and let your family handle the family and focus on being here, being present. You know, we had our SES mentor on the first day came in and he said, if there's anything else you do, just be present. So um, I really took that to heart and um, just made relationships with people that I would have never had that opportunity before.
0: And so let me ask you uh, kind of a flip side of that question let's say in a couple of months uh, i'm your peer and we're talking about and i hear you say oh i i just got back from the advanced course and my response is yeah they keep telling me that that i need to go to that but i just don't know that i have time uh, or uh i've kind of been through all that and uh i've learned all that stuff and i'm at a point in my career what would you tell that person who says is they don't see value in it or uh, they don't have the time. They don't want to give up the time to, to go to the...
2: Right. Yeah. So, so I would say, like, I hear you. There's a lot going on. Um, I have a second grader and a seventh grader. My husband has a full-time job. Um, I'm in the middle of a house remodel because we had unplanned water damage. I mean, it's just like it couldn't have really come at a worse time. Um, And I also have had a lot of this type of training before. So, but I think that what I'll tell my folks, because I have a couple of these folks that I think would benefit so much. And I've already been texting them while we're here and saying like, get ready, because this will change your life and possibly your career path. And you need to do it because you have to take some time out of the daily grind. And um, it's just been so beneficial for me. And I'm a very passionate person. So I don't think I'm going to have any problem talking people into taking this leap and this chance and seeing what it can do for them.
1: Um, And like I said before, the thought of coming here for four weeks, leaving my job, leaving my family, it was scary. I haven't ever done anything like that before. So this was a huge um, change of life for me. And um, because, you know, my work days are full and long. I work every day, you know, many hours and um, sometimes after hours. So I kept thinking, how could I possibly be away for four weeks? How could I do this? Well, I, I'm, um, like I said, I had the support of my supervisor, so I had to make it happen. I had to put things in place to make it happen. So I was able to give. So a developmental opportunity to fill in for me while I'm gone, it's only four weeks. So you don't have to do any personnel actions. You just say, can you do it? And they stepped up yeah. and they were excited to have this, <clears throat> excuse me, to have this opportunity to step in and do this role for me while I was gone. And, um, everything's been going fine. The army has not come to a screeching halt. So, you know, life is good, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I had to figure it out and, um, I did that, and the four weeks goes by really fast, but the bottom line is an ideal four-week window is never going to open up. It's just not. So you just got to put that pin on the wall and say, I'm going during this time frame, and just bite the bullet and do it because it really is um, worth the investment. The time that you invest, is just going to pay dividends long after the course. So that's what I would tell them.
0: Okay, I, I just I really want to thank both of you for uh, giving up your time to come and, and speak to our, our Leader Up audience. And let me just ask one more question. Is there anything that, that's happened uh, over the past four weeks while you've been here that, that you'd like to talk about that I haven't asked about?
1: Uh, well, the one thing that I would like to share that Amanda shared about the different personality assessments and so forth, and I'm an ENTP, so I'm an extrovert. And um, this is, I say that this is the first time since the third grade, I felt like an oddball because everyone in my (laughs) session was like an ISTJ or um, three people were ESTJ. So it was very interesting for me because like I said, in the first time in my life, I felt like weird, like everything they did, I could see everything that was different about them as opposed to me. But it was such a great learning experience because um, I learned about my own self-awareness. I learned about how people saw me. I learned, about how we interacted. I was able to see the differences and the commonalities. So that was like one of the one of the greatest things. There's so many great things about this course that I would recommend to people. But I just that's the one comment that I keep saying to people is um, I felt like the oddball because I was the only me in the room Mm -hmm. um, with a whole bunch of other people. But we complemented each other's personality types and we really gelled as a group. Yeah. So, and
2: I I was going to say, you know, on the first day when we stood up and our instructions were, you know, say your name, say where you're from and say why you're here, what you're hoping to get out of this. And I said, you know, I've never been away from my family for this long. I, um, I just really want to be here and get a lot out of it so that I can go home in four weeks and feel like it was a great investment for me and my family and my work family and all of that. And so today we kind of closed out with presentations of our leadership development plan. And um I can honestly say, like, I just – I feel like I can – Go home tomorrow night, walk into my house and be proud of myself for doing it. Happy that I did it. And I actually think that not only will my work family experience dividends from my lessons here, but my children and my husband will also see like a little bit of a change in the way that I might operate with them. So my daughter took the um, one of the personality assessments that I told her about. And so it's already been interesting for her to say, you said it this way because... You're this, and I'm that, and but, but you know that's that's real life, and it's right. um, it's just been awesome. So.
1: Um, and another thing, Amanda, that I wanted to talk about was the SES mentors. You mentioned yes. it earlier, but each week there's a different SES from a different organization that comes in and um, serves as a mentor throughout the week that they're here. So they come into each classroom and they um, share a little bit about their experiences, and their backgrounds, and so forth. But we each had an opportunity to have one-on-one time with them. And I took full advantage of that. Like I said, jump in, take advantage. I met with every single one of them. I had 30 minutes and every single one of them gave me some type of valuable advice or recommendation or something that I should consider going forward. So I would just like to throw out there a special thank you to all the SESs that support this program because they they give invaluable resource to us. Agreed. Yes, it was great.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much. Again, I thank you for for giving up your time on on your uh, next to to your last day here. And uh, Kelly Foster and Amanda Pomerink, uh, soon-to-be graduates of the CES advanced course. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, uh, all you folks out there uh, listening to the Leader Up podcast, you're the next ones in line to come through uh, the CES program that, that matches your grade. So think hard about that opportunity before you say no. And uh, join us again on our next edition of Leader Up. As always, if you have any questions or feedback or would like to learn more about our podcast, please check the description for our email and for our website. Thanks for listening.